Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. I've led you through the pre-Jesus resurrection, excuse me, death. And uh, today I want to, we're to the point of the triumphant entry in verse, in chapter 21. I want to go over that with you today because here we come. Jesus is now coming, getting ready to be crucified. And no one was ready for that to happen, but it did. And we're going to share about that because we are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ this weekend. And I certainly hope that you will certainly attend a good Bible-believing church and celebrate Easter. If you're interested in coming to Cloverdale Church of God, we're having three services. We'll have a real small service probably at 8 a.m., one at 9.30 and one at 11. I assume 9.30 and 11 will be pretty good size. We're going to have a continental breakfast, but we'd love to have you drop in. You want a good Friday service? We're having that on Friday at 7 o'clock, too. It's going to be a great time at the church. And Pastor Don Bertelson, our seniors pastor, who is awesome, is going to share a short message dealing with that night and dealing with Jesus' resurrection and dealing with his death. And I hope that uh, you'll attend a church somewhere. Go with a family member. And if you don't have anyone, come to our church and look me up and say hi to me because I'd love to meet you. But be in the house of God. It's a great week to be in the house of God. Even if you not normally attend anywhere, come this Sunday and be a part of a great celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That would be awesome. Well, anyway, let's just, let me pray real quick. Our Heavenly Father, this is a great weekend. It's a weekend to remember. It's a weekend that we remember every year. It's a weekend that saints come together over and over again to, uh, to share the love of Jesus Christ. And I pray that there would be a moving of the Spirit this weekend where people would come to you and realize that you are coming again, and it could very easily be very soon. And I pray people are ready. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I remember... In 2005, we had built our our new sanctuary, and we were having our first service there, and it was Easter Sunday, and we were having three services. And I remember coming out from behind. I didn't go in early to see everybody. I just came out and from the back and came out on the stage and could not believe the overwhelming crowd that day. It was the biggest crowd that we've ever had at Cloverdale Church of God. We had 1,400 and two people on that day that came to listen to the message about Christ and celebrate that God had given us a new building to be able to use for his glory. But uh, I, it's a very special time, and Easter is a very special time. So anyway, this is what the trial entry in the 21st chapter of Matthew says. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will untie a donkey there, which her colt, colt by, where there's a colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell them that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you. Gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt of a foal of a donkey. See, it was predicted. The Old Testament had it laid out. God has firmly laid out what was going to happen years and years ago. The disciples went away and did as Jesus instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, 
placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead for him of those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Well, they they laid it out for him. And they put out their cloaks on the road. Can you imagine that? Throwing their coats, literally, out on the road to make way. And they were shouting. The excitement was high. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred. The whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? What's going on? It'd be like, let's say, somebody like a president coming to Boise. We didn't know a president was coming to Boise, and somebody told somebody else about it. Probably the city would be stirred a little bit about it and see what was going on. But when Jesus entered the Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? The crowds answered, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Well, then... As he came through and went through the, literally the parade, he got to the temple. And then this is what happened at the temple, which most of you are aware of. Jesus entered the temple area, and he drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. He said this, it is written. He said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. You see, Jesus wanted people to respect the house of God. Jesus wanted people to understand what the house of God, the reality of worshiping him there. How many times in our churches do we respect our churches? Do we respect the power of God in our churches? How do we treat people? My wife has been one. She's always wore a dress to church. She just feels that is her what she wants to do for the Lord that day. She wants to dress up. She always wears a dress. I can't remember the day on a Sunday that she has not wore a dress to church. And sometimes we get in there and the church becomes nothing but a playground. People of God, we need to respect God's holy place. Wherever you worship, respect it and realize you're worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And look back at what Jesus did to, to clear the temple and say, this is the house of prayer. And it should be the house of prayer. The blind man and the lame came to him on the, at the temple, and he healed them. He came to, and he was still healing. Here he was after all this healing, all this things that he had done up in the mountain by the Sea of Galilee, and they were still bringing the lame to him. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did and the children shouting in the temple area, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. In other words, if you don't know what that means, they were ticked off. He said, you hear what these children are saying, they asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise? And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Well, early in the morning, as he was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Well, he was hungry. Jesus was hungry. Yes, I guess he liked to eat, too. He was human. He was human, but yet God, all in the same. But yet he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. 
immediately the tree withered. Can you imagine that? Even controlling a tree, controlling the plants, controlling everything that goes on. When the disciples saw this, can you imagine? They were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly, they asked. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to you, to the fig tree, but also you can do it to the mountains. Go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask in prayer. Again, he's hammering on belief. He's telling people you've got to believe. If you believe, great things will take place. And people, I believe that with all my heart. I believe if we want to see revival in this state, in this country, in this world, in our churches, we have to believe that Jesus will do what he says he will do. Jesus will heal the sick. Jesus will touch those that need touched. Jesus will help you through your trials and your problems. He's there. He's not going to leave you. He's by your side. But if you recognize it and you believe it, you'll see his power and you'll see his answers. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you all this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or from men? And that's what he was asking these leaders. They discussed it among themselves and said, if we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, we are afraid of the people, for they, will, they all hold John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, neither will I tell you if what authority I'm doing these things. And so Jesus spoke plainly to them. He didn't pull punches. You know, he Jesus was... Uh, he had one last chance to reach some of these people. And I believe some of them were reached. I believe some of them uh, found out what was going on, and they put their faith and trust in God. Then there was a number of things that happened in the following chapters before. Again, Jesus was there in Jerusalem for a while, and, and he talked about a lot of things. You know, he talked about the sheep and the goats, and when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit on the throne of heaven's glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people from one another as a sheep shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on the right hand, the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, a kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give something to drink? When did we uh, the stranger, uh, be a stranger and invite you in or need clothes and clothe you? When did we see the sick or in prison and... Uh, to go to visit you. The king replied, I tell you the truth. Whoever you did, whatever you did to the least of these, you did unto me. People of God, it's a serious deal serving God. Let's serve him. Tomorrow we'll continue about the crucifixion. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.